Welcome back. It's This Insecure Life and you're listening to Kathleen. So this week is a topic that I did some research on and I actually couldn't find a whole bunch, whole bunch, um, almost nothing, um, which means you're just going to get a whole lot of my thoughts and opinions and suspicions about all of it. And that is because we're talking about why talking about and addressing and basically having a podcast about insecurities is is a good thing. Um, so, I mean, I broke down at one point, I should probably figure out which episode it was, <laughs> uh, why I was doing this. And honestly, the last six months, I think it's been really helpful uh, for me to have a venue to discuss my insecurities and then general insecurities or how those general insecurities impact my insecurities. And I've had people reach out and tell me it's helped them. And so I wanted to look into, and, and if you have resources on this, studies or articles, uh, please shoot them my way. Um, you can find me on all the things, this Insecure Life or Insecure Life pod, and I will definitely credit you um, and totally talk about it some more. My Valley Girl just came out and I apologize. <laughs> but that is, that's that's what we're going to do today. Um, so it might not be a crazy long episode since I actually thought there would be more resources on this, but there's there's not. Um, the truth is, and this is, I think, probably the most helpful um, nugget or, I don't even know, entree, however, however you look at those like pieces of knowledge that just sort of resonate with you and make sense, um, is that honestly, every single person, there is not one person in this world who doesn't have something they are insecure about. Not one. It's it's a fact of life. It's a fact of life. We are all going to die. It's a fact of life. We all have insecurities. And I think shedding light on them, and this is maybe where um, Brené Brown would be a good resource if you've never heard of her. Um, she does a lot of writing and talks about shame and stigma and all of all of that fun stuff um but talking about things and bringing them into the light for me and I think that is that is what healing is um healing in community not staying in the darkness allowing sort of the poison to ooze out happens by sharing and then there's these other magical things that happen when you are vulnerable and when you do open up whether it is (laughs) in a media place like this um, where we may have never met we may have never talked, but I'm sharing with you. Or it could be as simple as with your partner, your significant other, your best friend, a stranger in a bar. Why are bartenders, I mean, in movies and TV, 
basically therapists, right? And I think it does happen in real life too, but that's how it's portrayed. You talk to this stranger about your woes and your ups and downs in life and usually it's your downs and you walk away and you feel better and connected and it's because you're sharing and you're being vulnerable and it's scary and it's so so scary to do it with people who you do care about and whose opinions matter to you because there's a judgment there right there is the potential to be judged or the potential that they're not going to react the way you want them to or need them to And that's scary. That potential rejection of your openness is really scary. But that doesn't mean it's not beneficial. I think that the truth lay in the fact that everyone in this world could benefit from from going to therapy. And there are a lot of problems. And even day-to-day stuff that gets under our skin that having an open forum whether it is once a week once a month maybe you go quarterly just as a check-in to like really get it out anything that's been building however it fits best in your life to have that space to be free to say whatever you want in a judgment-free zone where someone is going to listen and then if there is a challenge that you're not sure how to face they might have some tools you never thought about the fact that that is just a truth that I believe in and that a lot of the world is starting to believe in um, I think it shows that having judgment-free spaces and this is this is where I think the 12-step programs for whatever whatever addiction you have is really helpful because you get a forum to talk you get a forum to talk about things that are hard to talk about you have a community behind you that understands what you're going through because they've gone through it or they're going through it And all that leads to is a really open place to get the poison out. And I'm just going to keep saying that because that's, that is how I feel um, insecurities can cripple us. When we don't talk about it, when we don't shed light on it, when we bring shame to these parts of ourselves, parts of ourselves, parts of our lives, that hurt us because of things in society because of what we've been taught growing up because of all these things we don't have control over to take that control back and be able to give yourself a voice and verbalize it and own it we're gonna fuck up along the way it is inevitable but owning it and coming back to it and if your insecurity ended up hurting someone else genuinely apologizing seeing how you can make a difference in your action or reaction so that it doesn't happen again or if it does with someone else maybe they call you on it like there are so many things that having an open honest transparent dialogue can bring to our lives 
And that's not going to work for everyone, I understand. I get it. Um, But even if we just try with one thing, right? Maybe, Maybe it's speaking up for yourself. Maybe that is in a group chat, if there's a topic that's not jiving with you, that's making you really uncomfortable, that you're struggling with, and you're not ready to face it or be in the thick of it, taking your power back and either asking the topic to be changed or leaving for a bit and having someone tag you when the combo's done and you know not to scroll up, finding those little things so that we can A, function in society first, right? Be functional. And, and by functional, I mean, again, this could just be you wake up every day, you drink water, you do those minimal things, you go back to bed. That can be functioning. It doesn't need to be a lot. Um, and then coming back to nurturing yourself, those areas of self-care. I'm reading a book right now that has a lot of really great activities in it. And one of them is basically making yourself a self-care box um, and also having like, I don't even remember what they're called. They're like little speech cards. They're, they're tiny papers that you hold when you're like giving a speech. I didn't give very many speeches <laughs> in elementary school or high school. Um, that were formal speeches. It wasn't my thing, which is funny because clearly I like I like to talk. Um, but like having those and on them you write one of the things about yourself that you like or that you're good at. And this isn't necessarily a physical thing. This is your entire being. Um, and I'm not shying away from like if, if there's something that you fucking love about your body and your image um I think you could include that too but just take note that those things can change like I fucking love my blue eyes I love them they're one of the best things about my image (laughs) but I'm acutely aware that as I age the melelin I can't say that word um the blueness is gonna fade essentially they're gonna get less blue as I get old And that's something I have to accept. So if there's something about your body that you love, just recognize that bodies change, right? It's it's a part of life. Um, You can't control it. But what you can control is how you connect with other people. And that's the beauty of this, this outlet for me is those small connections I've had, those little conversations I've had with people that... I potentially have never talked to before or um, I've talked to infrequently or they were in my life in such a peripheral manner that they ended up on my social media and they took the time to message me. Um, Human connection is so important. Connection and community are what is going to actually change the world. And we've lost it. There is a lot of fake community in this space, I think, where we, you know, 
maybe only see our friends once every six months, but you take so many photos and then you just continuously post them, right? Like, there is so much that we don't see about how people interact with each other on an individual basis. And there's so much superficial connection that it doesn't really matter if you spend 24-7 with someone if you're not sharing, if you're not creating intimacy. And intimacy can be created across any type of relationship. I mean, we could talk about, and maybe someday we will, the boundaries you probably want to set in like a workplace. But for most relationships, you can create a sense of intimacy, right? Um, And that is just being open, being honest, being who you are. And here's the thing, no matter what you do, no matter how fucking fantastic you are, you are not going to be everyone's flavor. Not everyone is going to like you. There'll be something that rubs them the wrong way. And maybe it's something that rubs them the wrong way because it's something they dislike about themselves or something they wish they had, etc., etc. Maybe they just don't like you because they don't like you. There doesn't necessarily have to be an insecurity or driving force behind that. Same as we are going to die, all of us, at some point in time. Same as we all have these insecurities. Not everyone in this world that we come across is going to like us, enjoy our present. We're not going to vibe with them, however you want to put it. That doesn't make you less than. That doesn't make you less worthy. That doesn't make them evil. It just makes us all human and different and trying to function and figure out this life one day at a time. So, woo, big circle. I think it's super beneficial to talk about these things and share these things. And I will likely throw in these reminder episodes about why we're doing this and why we're talking about this and the impact it has. I honestly... I will, I will straight up. The last year, I have probably been a really shitty friend, a really shitty sister, a really shitty daughter in a lot of ways. Not on my game or who I want to be for the people in my life or for the people who come into my life that maybe are trying to decide whether they want to stay or not. <laughs> um, but since... I've given myself my voice back since I've come to be able to talk about what's going on with me each week or even even if it's not been directly related, knowing that at some point in time in my life, I was able to have those conversations or share a story that someone else might die of embarrassment over. And now I laugh at and, and I said this a lot a couple years ago, I would say probably over 10. Um, I used to tell my friends that like I would, it, whatever happened, it was okay if I got a good story out of it. And I was listening to Harry Potter and the Sacred Text yesterday. Really rad podcast. 
if you haven't heard of it or listened to it. Um, it's better if you've read the Harry Potter series, obviously, because they don't read you the chapters, but they read the chapters through themes, and it's pretty sweet. Not religious, even though it's called Sacred Text. It's a cool, cool and delightful um, close reading activity. Um, but they said that. They talked about this value in having a story versus pushing outside your comfort zone. And I'm not saying every time I push outside my comfort zone, it's ended up in a good story um, or benefited me in a lot of ways. But having stories, living your life, creating what you want is definitely a part of this journey. As much as your insecurities are. And we all have them. We all have them. It's a universal truth. (laughs) So own them, be with them, recognize what's going on with them, and give yourself the space to be, and then start to move through it. Maybe it's a small comment you make to a friend that opens up a bigger conversation or leads to bigger understanding of what's going on with you or what's going on with them. Give yourself space to be vulnerable. Just as an exercise, choose one person. One person you trust the most. Whoever popped into your head when I said that, that person. And see how it changes how you are with them. Point of my I have not been a good XYZ earlier was that I'm hoping to be better in the next year. I'm hoping to get back to being able to really be present for those going through their stuff. And it's It's okay if you're feeling the same way that I've felt, where I feel like I haven't been the best or on my game or holding the space that the people in my life need for me to hold. If you're feeling the same, it's okay. We're all going through things and it doesn't mean we should be hurting each other while we're figuring this out. But it's okay to go through it. And it's okay for relationships to ebb and flow. If everything was the same all the time, and this is true of your insecurities, some days you're going to feel really rad about yourself, likely. And some days you're going to feel really low, and there can be a reason for that. And sometimes there's not. So just giving yourself the space to be as you are, And give out when you can give out. And hermiting and holding your energy close when you need to. And then maybe eventually that will peter into a balance. And maybe it won't. But the people who are with you 
who you've been vulnerable with, regardless of what happens at the end of it, you made a connection and that's beautiful. You took a risk and that's beautiful. And sometimes it takes 30 years to find those people who are supposed to be there. And it doesn't mean there's casualties along the way. It just means that we're all in this together. We are all so acutely connected that it's wild. I mean, people laugh about six degrees of Kevin Bacon, but it's it's kind of true. But it's also like six degrees of Kathleen, six degrees of Amy, six degrees of Justin, right? We're all acutely connected. We all are human. We have hearts, brains, and... We have the same history. We all came from the same ancestors, essentially. So let's find those common things that bring us together and just learn to be a little bit more open, a little bit more vulnerable. It doesn't have to be a big change, right? It's those little ones that really do add up. And maybe, just maybe, those little changes that we all take together will end up with something just a little bit more beautiful, just a little bit more comfortable. It's funny because I read an article and and I think about it whenever I say the word just. And I think women do say it a lot more than men, right? Just checking, just wanted to see when that report would be done. It's a justification. But in this case, I think it's okay. Just a little bit. It's just life. So connotation and denotation, real fun things to discuss. I love you guys. I appreciate your ears. I appreciate your time. I believe in you. And we're all going to make it through. However that, however that happens, we will get there. If you want to peace out, peace out. If you're going to take a breath with me, take a breath with me. Bye.